With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Listen, folks, welcome to Sports Middle. This is the uh, the weekly show where your favorite video game podcasters are surrounded by the ghostly people who want to restart the economy, who are involved yeah, with sports. baby. Mm. Vince McMahon, business owner, business crusher, crusher of business. Vince McMahon's going to put this country back on track. We picked the best men. The best men with the best morals to do the thing. To do the, the man, thing. the man who tried to pay Bob Stoops half a million dollars in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty. I have a very <laughs> interesting observation to make about that in one second. Anyway, uh, my name is John Warren. I am editor at large at fanby.com. And with me, uh, who has already sung the very deserved praises of Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon, uh, our social editor uh, Nikki Grayson. Hola. Also with us, you uh, heard already, uh, editor-in-chief of fanby.com. Uh, Hello! Hello. <laughs> okay. Trying to bring some energy hey. to my morning. I, Hello! No, it's good. Oh, wow, wow. Wow, I feel the power. Yeah. I feel the power. Um, <laughs> and uh, also with us is uh, Guides Editor Dylan Skiffington. Happy Sports Medal. Yay. <laughs> Yay. You know, we do this in the middle of the week, so it's our sports middle if getting through the week is a sport. Oh, yeah. Danielle, if you don't think I scheduled this for Wednesday morning for a reason, <laughs> you're <laughs> out of your mind. Uh, it's sports middle in every conceivable way. And sports are still closed, folks. They are still closed for business. Uh, I do want to get into a lot of the stuff that Nikki did allude to, but I want to talk really quickly about uh, the man who did a racism on NASCAR the other day. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Um, and or or as the the headline that you've been saying almost every day since you came up with it. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? I do want you to say it. No, I do want you to say it. It's very good. <clears throat> Racing racist now raceless. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> it's very Thank you. good. Truly Northwestern, good. Yeah. North, you hear that knock on the door? That's yeah. Northwestern. Northwestern wants you to run the journalism program. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh yeah, it's gosh. wild. Well, you know what? <laughs> you, wait, academia pays how much? Oh, no, no, no. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. 
yeah, so Kyle Larson, who is involved in the NASCAR uh, iRacing events that have been happening, we've we've discussed them. Uh, last weekend, during a race on national television, did say the N-word uh, to his uh, teammates. Um, and I guess... <laughs> How this happened, according to him, is that they were checking his microphone and uh -huh. they couldn't hear him for a second. And then he goes, you can't hear me. And then he says the N word. Yes. As like a comedy for, joke. For a uh. mic check, which yeah. is like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just like, it's... I don't know. There's something, there's something so bizarrely, um... I mean, it's just perfect. I don't know. It's just perfect. It's perfect to have someone so racist and then act like they're not racist that they're like, oh, my mic check word is the N word. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's how yeah. it's the only, it has the perfect number of syllables and letters. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, it's he was the fired. cellar he door of racism right yeah, there. Yeah, it's the yeah. cellar door of racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, so anyway, he uh, he uh, his teammates very awkwardly were like, "Yeah, you, everyone can hear you, bro," and um, that was like, weird. Oh. Uh, and then he uh, you know apologized for it, but he still got turbo fired from his team, which is yeah, good. Lost sponsors, yeah, and he lost sponsors. Here's the point I want to make about this though: is that. A week before last, we saw another racer uh, rage quit in the middle of an event. Mm -hmm. um, which is funny. Which is really funny. Like, it's so funny, y'all. If you haven't seen any of the iRacing events, basically, it's it's basically a, a virtual NASCAR track. But they also have cut-ins to, much like the actual NASCAR events that'll go into the cockpit of the... Yeah of the actual stock cars like mm. they have now camera setups in these dudes living rooms yep. that, are yep. like, <laughs> that are just like you know dudes in t-shirts on this like weird setup with a, a wheel and stuff my and... favorite part about this sorry yeah. is no, that no, no. The, all of these people race cars for a living they're yeah. all rich it's not all of them have dedicated rooms for this mm -hmm. how is that possible I don't. I don't know. Like maybe, they all they all live in McMansions in fucking Elk Grove or wherever the fuck, and they don't have an extra like den for the iRacing setup. How is that possible? Do you do you think that like how many of those McMansions have you been into in your life? Many. Okay. <laughs> what, 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 in in your experience, and let me just throw this out at you because yes, there are many bedrooms in these houses, but all these NASCAR guys have like eighty four kids. That's oh, you're right. Okay. They're out of room. They're out of room. I oh didn't think God. about the fact that they all have uh, Philip Rivers level of kids. Yeah, they all have Philip Rivers syndrome, and they <laughs> and they just can't stop having those kids. And uh, and they and here's the thing with McMansions uh, for folks who don't know is that once you you only have one room and it's a bonus room and you know what 99.9 percent .9 of people do with this bonus room they turn it into the shittiest home theater that you yeah. can possibly You're imagine right. with You're a right. with a 15 year old projector and a dvd yeah. collection that's from like the bargain <laughs> bin of kmart yeah yeah and a 30 dollar <laughs> sound bar and it's like this baby's got 5.1 in it yeah um can i do uh danielle and uh dylan do you know how many kids philip rivers has i have no idea but i'm okay, assuming I it's like at least 10 like okay 
So you're gonna you're gonna say at least ten. You want to give me a number? Twelve. Twelve, Dylan. Uh, nine. That is correct. He has nine human children. Nine Jesus human Christ. children and three dog babies. And three yes. dog babies. <laughs> Specifically, babies. <laughs> three baby dogs. He, he had a kid last year. Yeah. How old is this man? Thirty-eight. He's, he's thirty-eight. I mean. Oh, okay. That's. I guess he, that's fairly. I mean, well, yeah, but like but he must th- have started at eighteen. Yeah, I was about to say when you think about having nine children by the time you're thirty-eight. I mean, it's not like Pablo Jesus. Picasso. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, how many like, wives does he have? Or he yeah, the partners? One. Just the one. He has the one. Just the one. This. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a anyway, lot. That's all a these lot. NASCAR dudes with a trillion kids, they, they have their bonus room, but they can't put one of these setups in it. You're right. So yeah, like I think they just pro- a lot of them put their setup in like a, a living room or something. It's really funny. Anyway, uh, last the, the week before last, a driver rage quit. He was bumped intentionally by another driver, and he just goes, he just goes like, "All right, y'all, well, y'all have a good one." And he just, like, <laughs> turns, he just like turns off his machine, and like some people are like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa," and he's just like, uh, "Nope, uh, I'll see you later," and he just like logs out and leaves. Wow. And and he like you know lost a bunch of sponsors and stuff, but like my question about especially about uh, Kyle Larson, who's the the man who said he's the, the racism. Racist, he's the racist one, yes. Okay. Um, he was fired by Chip Ganassi Racing on Tuesday, which was two days after the event. Uh, but I can't help but wonder because the rage quitter dude also quit because he like in a tweet he was basically like y'all mad at me about a video game, which like you know shows that these these folks are kind of playing along with this idea but they don't really respect it for the most part right yeah yeah and so like my question is would this guy have been turbo fired if he had just said the n-word like during a nascar season Uh, no because because like in i think it's because like what circumstance would we have heard it right it's one of those situations where like the only reason it happened is because there was nothing else to do. Right. So, like, people who are who don't watch NASCAR are watching this thing. So, eyes that normally aren't on NASCAR as a brand are yeah. looking at NASCAR yeah. as a brand. That's true. So they're like, "Oh shit, we got we do have to do. So we have to be hard on the R word. So <laughs> we have to stop it." <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's also partially because he broadcast it to everyone. Yeah. Uh, you really yeah. can't ignore that. Um, I mean, in regular races, um, having been to a few myself, like, it is possible to listen into specific radios. So, like, fans can hear whatever the team is talking about. So you could hear them swearing up a storm and dropping the N-word, in theory. Yeah. Uh, but that's a much harder barrier to entry. I, a barrier to entry. God, that's a cursed phrase no, to but... say. But I guess maybe my question to you, Dylan, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but like from a from for a home viewer, it's kind of kind of like how uh, MLB and NFL, they will like let you buy into a package that allows you to like watch games from like crazy angles or like get access to things like Mm -hmm. the NFL will let you watch a game from basically the offensive coordinators booth. um, Like if if you wanted to. Like if yeah. you pay, uh, you know, into their whatever it's called. I don't remember what the NFL plan is called, but it's like, is does something like that exist for NASCAR? Is it a thing where like 
the expectation is that, okay, when you talk to your pit crew, you are, in theory, being listened to by other people. Yeah. I mean, they okay. used to have a... I don't know if they have it anymore. They used to have this thing called Race View, which is like... Um, you used to, like, follow along on your computer. It would, like, show all of the cars as 3D models and stuff on yeah. the track. I don't know uh, Interesting. Uh, and you, you, you would be able to choose, like, anyone you want to listen to, any radios, that kind of stuff. So you, yeah, and I mean, anyone okay. at the track can also do the same thing. They can just tune into people's radios because they're all okay. so close. Well, then this might be my, like, uh, maybe pseudo-anti- uh nascar bias which i i knew i had but like i, I mean, might I just be you. i might just be assuming that like folks are in this arena are just saying the n-word constantly <laughs> I, I mean just kind of assume that honestly yeah but i mean like I, I just i just assume that they are I so I don't know. I, I when I saw that this guy was turbo fired, I was like, well, yeah, I guess it's because he got caught. But I'm also like, is it because this doesn't matter and so the stakes are lower? But to Nikki's point, I guess in some ways the stakes are higher because a lot more people are probably watching this that wouldn't have otherwise done it. So I guess that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's and also I mean, like, oh, sorry, go ahead, Dylan. No, I was just gonna say like, it could also be like. There's a person of color in NASCAR for the first time in like a decade or two. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Uh, so NASCAR kind of has to, you know, not just let things slide and slap people on the wrist. Yeah. Although to be fair, NASCAR only suspended him. They did not do anything else. What Everything is else came um, from sponsors and um, the team itself? Well, so uh, going back to that point, we there have been some issues in the NHL with this as well, right? I mean, oh, like. Yes. A, extremely white league historically mm-hmm. has has seen an influx recently of uh of players of color and it's been a problem for a lot of fan bases so um yeah. i will say like nhl players are better about it than uh nascar, NASCAR. is which is unsurprising I, that's not shocking right sure no it's not what were you going to say, Danielle, about any of this? I mean, I was just going to say this is one of those examples of, like, a surprisingly good thing. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I, I think we're all sure. starved for good news in, in, in some extent here. And it's like, oh, a good thing happened. Holy shit. Like, we're all yeah. almost surprised, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. We would have loved to have Kyle Larson not say the N-word on national TV. I but mean, yeah, the reaction yes. to it has been... Uh, is has been swift, uh, which is rare. I, I feel yeah. like so. Um, yeah. Anyway, a rare uh, racing racist now raceless. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's the segment. I like thank it. You for, <laughs> thank you for your service. <laughs> um, I don't know. Does someone want to take the next one about the jocks who are, are going to restart the economy? Let's talk about that Man, a little bit. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Every white guy you ever heard of, think of a white guy who does the sport. Uh, they're they're gonna fix America. It's coming back. We're gonna fix America. So the the full list. No, let me pull it up here. This is this is really a murderer's row here. List of folks. Between them, there is one at least one dead body. There has right? to be. There has to be. Oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Did you say Jerry Jones, who is probably buried at least twenty people under ATP <laughs> Stadium? hundred percent. A hundred percent. How do you think they got the TV to be so big? That's right, corpses. 
they've got a big TV in the building. They do have. A, they have a very. They have a very large two-sided TV. It's true. Uh, sorry, I'm for some reason I'm having trouble finding the uh, full list. I should have looked at it before this. Okay. Um, of course, like you know, well, folks like Tim Cook and Mark Zuckerberg are on this list. Um, yeah. but oh, also, I've got the, I've got the sports list. Okay, then give me the sports list. It's Adam Silver, commissioner okay. of the National Basketball Association. Rob Manfred, the man who's in charge of baseball. Roger Goodell, the man who's in charge of football. Uh, Gary Bettman, the man who's in charge of hockey. Robert Kraft, the man who is in charge of getting hand jobs at massage parlors. <laughs> Jerry Jones, the guy who killed a guy. Dana White, the guy who's in charge of getting islands. And Vince McMahon, the guy that's in charge of killing football leagues. Also, also very important, apparently left off of that list that was on Twitter is Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, a guy who seems fine. Ah, uh, Yeah. He he's the most like fine billionaire I've ever I, I and I mean I mean that in every sense of the word like yeah there are no good billionaires on earth but like yeah. he's the one that seems like f- neutral like I, I I can't even get a read on him and he'll sometimes say things that are just fucking dumb and then he'll say things that are just like oh yeah everyone should get paid a living wage and I'm gonna pay all of my workers for the Dallas Mavericks through this entire pandemic or whatever and i'm like yeah. oh wow okay and he's like one of the only ones to do that which is yeah buck wild considering how much money all these people have um but yeah that's a real murderer's row literally yep mm-hmm. yep it's not a great they're list. gonna fix it they're gonna fix it it's how? fine why aren't y'all happy yes sports. <laughs> what are what are each of them in charge of let's talk about that for a second um okay so Roger Goodell is in definitely in charge of like infrastructure and like transportation and stuff (laughs) because they have a lot of planes in the NFL. They do. And, and definitely the president is like, Hmm, they have planes and they go places a lot. There's 32 different cities. That's most of the cities in America. Uh, that is we, honestly, <laughs> I did check just now. There are only 40, 47 cities in the U.S. Yeah. They do uh, cater to thirty-two of them. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's definitely what Rogers in charge of. Okay, I don't know what the fuck Gary's gonna do. And he's in charge of ice. All he ever does is get. Oh, he's in charge oh, of ice. That's ice. Nice. Yeah. Oh. I mean, for the parties that we're gonna how have. Did, this how summer. did y'all not see that one coming? That yeah. Gary <laughs> in charge of ice. <laughs> I like. There's no joke there. It's just a horrible. No, he's truth. he's no, he's yeah. in charge of the ice for yeah. the parties that we're all. Gonna oh, have right, right. He's going to yeah. put ice what in your y'all? cups in your drinks. Wait, what did y'all think I was talking about? <laughs> That's weird. Oh, are you talking about cocaine? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah, it's cocaine and, and ice for parties. So Gary will be in charge yes. of that stuff. Um, I think hmm, Robert Kraft probably in charge of recreation, huh? Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, he's got that on lock. He loves he loves recreational activity and cheese. So cheese and, and <laughs> recreational activity. Okay, I'm writing Those two this go down. Hand in hand, really. <laughs> Gross. Uh, you Gross. Know, you well, know about hand in hand, wouldn't he? Hey, yo. Ah! Um, okay, let me think about this. Jerry Jones in charge of <laughs> reanimating the corpses. 
<laughs> That's his whole thing, considering he does it every day uh, to himself. Um, Jerry Jones is actually Clayface from the Batman franchise. Oh, good. Jerry Jones is about 30 minutes away from looking like Al Davis. And, like, the only reason why is because Jerry Jones is, like, better at spending money than Al Davis was. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Remember how bad Al Davis looked before he died? Yeah. Really bad. Really, really bad. Anyway. <laughs> What's the baseball guy in charge of? Man, time wasting. He has to like figure out something that we all have to do instead of having fun, you know? Right. Someone asked me about baseball the other day, and I said that baseball is the only sport that doesn't care if you if uh, you're watching it while you're at it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if you That's go true. to a baseball game, like they couldn't really care less. Uh, that you're there also like it's the only sport that you can go to and forget that you're at a baseball game and then like look back up and you'll be like oh fuck i've been in dodger stadium for two hours how'd i get here (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i i uh, baseball is a weird like time hole so maybe the baseball guy is in charge of like the hadron collider or something yeah Mm. Oh, that's a good which, yeah, that's a good which we definitely own. The US definitely owns the Hadron Collider. <laughs> that's, that's ours. That's, <laughs> us. that's ours. And it's on US soil. Um Yeah, I I there aren't really I mean, we're making jokes, we're having a good time, but there aren't really a lot of jokes that you can make about this fucking goon squad restarting yeah, this the is bad. economy. Yeah. Sometimes I do forget that, like, Adam Silver is a commissioner of a sports league in America. Therefore, he has to be bad because I think I like basketball so much. (laughs) But then, like, I see his name in the context of this list and I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck Adam Silver. Yeah, he at least, like, had agreed to do this, I guess, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, but then again, I wouldn't put it past anyone in that administration just to just, like, name people. And suddenly they see a tweet that's like, oh, I'm, I'm, wait, what? And then they have to, like, they have to figure out how to, like, either deny it or just go along with it. I mean, I feel like that's yeah, the a op- lot of Yeah, the happens. optics. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like Trump is just like, um, yeah, so Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and, um, oh, gosh, I don't know, Nathan Fillion, he's not busy, right? Um, they're just he doesn't know my, who like, that de- is. They're on my defense squad, the best defense squad. <laughs> they're great. And then they just wake up to those tweets. And uh, so I don't know. I, sometimes I imagine Adam Silver is just like that. He just sees his name pop up and he's like, I I don't know. But I think you're probably right, uh, Nikki, is that like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't think anyone is uh, good that owns a sports league or runs a sports mm-hmm. league. I just don't um, think that Dana weird. White, like, I don't think he should be in charge of, like, a piece of buttered toast. Like, I wouldn't trust him with that, <laughs> let alone, uh-huh. like, anything important in America. How happy do you think he is that he has finally, like, reached that that pantheon of legitimacy where he is on the same level of household name as a Roger Goodell? I'm sure it's like, given him a think... real ego boost, which I'm yeah. sure he he sure needed. Definitely needs. <laughs> he definitely needed, yeah. He definitely needed. 
Uh, did y'all know this is breaking news? Uh, Linda McMahon's super PAC, uh, you know, wife of Vince McMahon, right. uh, uh, promised to spend millions of dollars in Florida the same day that their governor uh, declared oh, the WWE to be an essential business. Oh, that's oh. weird. Did you know that? Wow. That seems good. Oh, that's super weird. Isn't that weird? Wow. Not shady at all. I need a and, like, shower. And, and <laughs> does Linda like work for the federal government or yeah, anything? She does. She does. Oh, I see. I see. She, I see. She, and she, that, and, and she was in just Trump. She was in Trump's cabinet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she she left at some point, but she was there I for see. like two years as. And I'm not kidding about this. I yes. think she was in charge of small business. Yeah, the small yep. business administration. Yeah. yeah. Now and just, just like one more one more question. Like that's not like illegal, right? Like we don't have like laws in this country kind of preventing people from like working in these higher echelons of government and then kind of getting out and immediately kind of like pivoting to um we have plenty of rules and laws do you think okay. they care no. oh okay now i okay once you and, have money and, they, the laws go away That's yeah are there <laughs> yeah yeah once you get rich enough the laws are just suggestions it's kind of like driving in a foreign country you know what I mean? Yeah. No. No, yeah. it's like driving in a forereign country where you can like go. It, no, I understand what you're saying. It's like how you can go to Turkey right now and drive on their roads, which is a bonkers idea. Yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's just like <laughs> I can just go over there and be like, I'm going to rent a car. And they're like, sure. And you're like, what? I'm going to so, rent a two-ton vehicle that could kill anyone at any yeah. moment. Like, and it's fine. Go, and I'm going to drive the wrong way. <laughs> I could go to the UK right now and rent a car and drive on the wrong side of the fucking road and the wrong side of the car and no one's gonna ask me. No one's gonna say. No anything. one's gonna be like, "Hey, you ever done this before?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> no. <laughs> as I as I turn right across when traffic I, on when red. I, that's what I did in Australia. Yeah. When I went to Australia, yeah. I was like, "Can I drive, Emily?" And Emily said, "I mean, you shouldn't." <laughs> and I said, but what if I did? What if I just drove us to the mall, Emily? And she said, okay. So I got in the car and immediately. It is, have you like been in a car on the other side of the, the yeah. other, the other yes. one? Yes, I have. But have you like driven it? Yes. No, the other side not. of the other one. I did this it's in New Zealand. Up. Yeah, I drove Your like brain? hundreds of miles in New Zealand on the other side. Okay. Like right after getting the car at the airport. Like no, drive down the road have... and I'm okay. And then like. Yeah immediately immediately there is a okay people call it different things in different states but like a rotary you know what that is yeah. okay yeah, yeah a roundabout immediately a roundabout, a roundabout. oh my immediately. god a rotary a rotary is that sorry a thing? No, it's yeah a new england thing i guess yeah it's oh a new england god. thing it's a new england thing and it's also they they also call it that in western australia it's weird <laughs> weird <laughs> anyway sorry nikki go ahead no, that's it. That's no, the no, whole no. thing. It's I, like as soon as you see another car, like as soon as I saw another car, I was in the car cognizant of the fact that the cars are on the wrong side of the street. <laughs> and then I saw another car and I like legitimately like slammed on the bricks. I was like, ah, fuck. And then I realized <laughs> I realized that everything was actually normal. And I was the one that was doing something wrong. Anyway, Danielle, what did you do with the rotary? I mean, I drove in it, and I, I think I did it right. Uh, okay. Nobody died. Uh, well, see, there were no accidents. Is how many people died. And I guess <laughs> if the answer is zero, you did fine. 
I did all right. And then I kind of got used to it. We were there for like a week and I had yeah. to drive everywhere because we were on like a fairly, we were in like a fairly remote-ish part of New Zealand. At least that's where we stayed in a tiny little village called Te Anau. And uh, yeah, it was gorgeous. Did a lot of driving. Oh. This is what happened when Danielle went through the rotary. I'm going to send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Nikki, not again. <laughs> Nikki, you just posted this yesterday. You can't do it two days in a row. <laughs> well, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. Look at this. Uh, Nikki, why don't you do a commentary of what this is? Um, so, in Poland, or I guess earlier this week, there was a person. <laughs> who was driving through a roundabout and they forgot to like do the roundabout part. So they kind of just hit it at 60 miles an hour and then just kind of use the, like the berm as a ramp <laughs> to kind of do a sweet trick, like in crazy taxi. <laughs> it's incredible. really good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, they're John, not even making an attempt audio? to turn at all. It is no, just... they make no attempt to turn. <laughs> Oh, no, that I is sports. This is what rally is. I didn't do. I didn't do it with audio. Hold on. Oh. Oh. You do it with the audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's even better. Ah, <laughs> uh, Nikki. Uh. No. So. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Good. No, like my. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't even remember why we started talking about driving on the wrong side of the road. They just let you do it, it's I think, sports, was the whole... Know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what was the context for getting into that? But it was just like, yeah, they let you just do whatever um, in the U.S. when you get rich enough. It's true. Uh, yep. So, yeah, that that's the ragtag group that's going to restart the economy. I'm so excited uh, about <sighs> our future. Huh? I love the economy. I love the economy. I love the listen, economy. Hey, before you listen... You are you willing to die for the economy? Because I am. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I am. Um, I know we talked about doing, like, a short video thing, but this is so related to sports. Do we want to talk about the, uh, the the child with eggs and the dog real quick? Oh, yeah. I think we should. Oh, I yes. really think we should. We should, yes. Okay. Uh, do you know how we can this introduce this? Film of our time. Oh, how sorry. can we introduce this? I think if we did a play-by-play -play okay. of what's happening mm -hmm. and then discuss okay. it afterwards... Okay. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, who wants to? I, I, I'm not volunteering myself. I, I think. No, I think. I think John a good sportscaster. Yeah, John, it, you should do this. John brought it to our attention, so John should. Okay. Uh, well, he already had the link handy, so. Yeah, I had the link ready already. Uh, it's been open on my computer for literally 12 hours now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm just adding to their plays by just looping it over and over again. Okay. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay, folks, we will put this in the in the thing. If you want to just go ahead and click on the link now, okay, and then take it back to the beginning, okay? Yeah, yeah. And just wait. I'm I'm gonna count down to three, and then you're gonna you're gonna play, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> three, two, one. All right, little Johnny's with the eggs. The eggs are uh, running. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! The dog came out of Let's nowhere. Let's see it again! Oh! The dog came out of nowhere. Oh, they're running up to him. They're saying Jesus over and over again. We have to get the stretchers out. Oh, the eggs. Oh my gosh, the eggs. They are all broken. Um, this dog has just run off with the hot dog in his mouth. Hot dog in his mouth, running away. The child is screaming, screaming on the ground. And uh, they're just wailing Jesus, Jesus over and over again. And, uh, okay, listen, that was maybe an exaggeration. It's the seventh second video of a dog fucking obliterating a kid like a linebacker. 
It's so good. <laughs> I uh, I think I said in chat the other day that this is like the perfect film. Like this is this is the yeah. magical movie from Infinite Jest that nobody can get away from. <laughs> because once you watch it, you need to watch it like a hundred times to fully appreciate every element, including the like dumb toddle walk. The fact that this child is wearing stupid overalls and a yellow shirt. The fact that like the double Jesus is great, but it's also like, oh no, I see the dog doing something. And then if you start thinking about it, why the fuck are both of them just just filming They're this just child? Filming. Why are they filming the child from both <laughs> angles and neither? Both of them presumably can see the dog. Yeah. That's the thing that doesn't make any sense. And there's a scream from off screen <laughs> that presumably is from the dog getting loose. And that person can see what's about to happen. <laughs> But no one does anything. Also, the angle at which the head child, the neck, the neck, or the child's head and neck, the angle at which those two things bend around oh. the skull of the dog is yeah. so beautiful. It, it, it's like you could do the fucking um, Fibonacci sequence or whatever the fuck yeah. circle thing that is, oh, like in that. Um, like hitting it frame by frame is so satisfying. Yeah. Well, from the back yeah. angle, the second the dog makes contact, it's like he drank a, par a paralysis potion <laughs> from the He just goes, Bleh! and just like, you know, is, is just completely out of control of his limbs, the poor, the poor child. Um, what a fucking a of, tank of a dog. A lot of folks are going to kind of get on us for just really rolling around. In this child getting uh, ethered by this dog, but I want to say I want to point this out: legal hit. It's a legal, legal hit. hit. You it's know? a legal hit. Led with yeah. the shoulder, and the dog and didn't the hit the head. It's in the chest, and it's, yeah. it's just a legal hit. It's a legal. That's hit. a legal hit. Caused, and, caused um, quite a fumble. I'll say. That. Yeah, <laughs> and that, listen, that's on the that's on the ball carrier. Sorry, the egg carrier. The yeah. egg carrier should should know how to protect the football. Yeah, he's gonna be doing those car carrying drills all week at home, just holding yeah. an egg, a basket of eggs. Okay, okay, Johnny, don't <laughs> don't drop the eggs. Don't drop the eggs. Are they also, doing like a gait analysis soft. on him? Is that why they're both filming from each angle? <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> They're getting them ready for the combine, and so they're just so. like, they're, they're like, all right, well, you gotta get you, the draft is in a week, dude. You have to get ready for this, and he can't take a hit. <laughs> Anyway, I wish I could have a tweet pop off so Slime Corp or whatever the fuck or whatever the glasses equivalent that's currently happening in the replies. Have you, oh my you God. see this? Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah, that's that's the dream. Because like I think that's like an easy five hundred bucks. Yeah, which I respect so much. Yeah, yeah, that's I respect incredible. that hustle so I, much. I'm not really to post a video yep. that like no that no one's gonna watch at all. About sixty saving sixty percent on fucking gamer glasses that gamers are going crazy over. Yeah, it's so much better than hey, check out my SoundCloud because no one's yeah. gonna go oh, do that. So much, the no brand, one's gonna do that. The brand has already paid you, so yes, it's incredible. Um, oh. God, I, I, the double Jesus is so funny to me. It's so Just good. talking about that real quick because. You you get it from two angles like it's an instant replay at a football game because two different women are filming this child get uh, dog murdered and uh, <laughs> and and just one of them says Jesus first like Nikki said because I think she must have seen that it was happening 
and then the other got said Jesus after it happened. But you can hear it from distance and close at both angles. It's just very, I don't know. It is a perfect video, Danielle. I agree with you. It's legit. God, this split perfect. screen is so good. The split screen. I just uh, linked this, the uh, split screen version of just both of the videos happening at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about the front angle is that there's just an egg in the middle of the field that the boy is <laughs> Yeah, that's what the boy's going to. It's just one egg I, in a field. Okay, why? All right, it's legitimate. I'm seeing something new every time I look at it. It is. There's like, why is it so funny when children fall? Like, why is that? I'm I'm asking a genuine question because I think it's hilarious. But why is it so funny? Because I think it's because we all know that the kid's not hurt on account of like, yeah. Because the kid has, like, all babies have soft bones. Yeah. So, like, if this happened to an adult, like, you'd be like, oh, no, this is horrible. This is horrible because you know exactly yeah. what happened to that to that person, which is to say that every bone in the body is broken. But yeah. because this is a child with soft skin and soft bones, the kid, like, cried for 15 seconds and was like, yo, where that egg, though? Like, got back up immediately. Probably. Probably. Now, Nikki, I agree with you for the most part, but I also want to say this is probably this child's genesis of his dog fear that he'll oh, have for the 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. But also, that's not our problem, no, right? It's like, not. <laughs> it's not. God, get that dog a contract, though, huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let the dog in to the league. You know, uh, Luke Keekley just retired from the Carolina Panthers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that dog could probably suit up, huh? Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Hey, tell me about F1. <laughs> what do you want to know? I, I don't know. I don't get it. Is it like NASCAR? You just drive left, huh? Yeah, it's... the cars, do they, are they electric or like how do they go? All right. So uh, first thing I'm going to say is I am not an expert. Uh, you should <laughs> go to the Shift F1 it. podcast for people who know what they're talking about. However, I will tell you as somebody who's watched the uh, drive to survive both seasons of that documentary like four times each uh and now watches at least some races and also watches lando norris uh, an actual driver like on twitch all the time driving the f1 game and doing esports with it i will answer this all right <clears throat> you got 10 teams there's two guys on each team it is all guys right now that might change in the future each one of them is sort of like fighting for his job at all times, trying to win the race at all times, and his teammate is just as much of an obstacle as every other team on the grid. That makes for a lot of drama, whether or not you care much about the kind of mechanics of racing, which I do to some extent. I do think it's like just generally interesting. Fast cars going really fast. They are, I believe, the fastest race cars. They are really wild, like aerodynamic machines that are, I believe, mostly electric. But also, there's some sort of other fuel mix that goes into them. They're really they put gas in them. What's that? Sorry, F1 cars are wild. Oh, no, they do put gas in them. F1 cars are wild because if you put wings on them, they'd fly straight up. Yeah, like, for that's real. How, that's how aerodynamic they are. Like, if you wouldn't even have to do that much work, you would just put like cardboard on the sides of them and they'd go up. So, is it like that lawnmower video with the Mariah Carey track? <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> that lawnmower video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot like that. There's so much drama. Everything feels very high stakes all the time. 
and these cars go very, 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 very fast on these very interesting looking courses. And there's definitely an element of like the rich and the famous lifestyle to it as well. Like they're going in these beautiful places. They have these high flying kind of careers. Everything is very tenuous. Everything is very high stakes. And the boys who drive these cars are extremely, extremely, extremely hot, especially Lewis Hamilton, ah, who is the okay. hottest boy. And also, I believe, one of the first ever African, not, he's not African-American, sorry, he's, he's British. He's one of the first ever black drivers in F1 and has won six world championships. If he makes a seventh, yeah, this year of racing is kind of canceled. But uh, if, you know, they have half a season or something like that, I think he'd be tied for the most world championships in the history of F1. He is like this generation's most dominant driver. He's very, 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 very good. All of them are very good. And all of them are very hot with like maybe one or two exceptions. Um, yeah, but that's he, a huge part of the appeal. He got very like lucky with his timing and that he started the year after Michael Schumacher retired. For the yes. First time. Yes. Because he's won something like thirty percent of his races that he's ever entered in, oh my which God. is ridiculous. That's a, that's a incredible high percentage, like, incredible. And like, I think it's something like five or six seasons. He's won more than half of the races in the season. Yeah, which is just so, a ridiculous. Here, here are my two cultural flashpoints for F one racing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Sasha Barry Cohen's character from uh, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Okay. okay, and is it is a good the film. scene. It's the scene in Iron Man Two where Mickey Rourke cuts a car in half. So <laughs> that's my uh, and that's, that's that part is really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. it's the best part of that movie for sure. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a race. I've seen um, I've seen the ends of some races where a dude will just stand up there and pour milk on himself. What that about? That's indie. That's indie. That's IndyCar. What's the difference? Um, <laughs> one of them. So IndyCar happens in America, uh-huh. um, and most of IndyCar and IndyCar they go around track, like like NASCAR track, uh-huh. more frequently than F1, which is to say that F1 never does that. Uh huh. Now, um, IndyCar cars are also slower and cheaper. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so definitely the American version of this. Yes. Ah. Yeah. There is okay. one American race in the F1 season. It's in Austin, Texas. Uh, yes, there is. And there's a Canadian race and a Mexican race as, all, as well. So they do go to North America a few times. But uh, yeah, right. very, very European and Asian uh, sort of centric uh, racing. Are there they any do go F1 to Australia. That... They do go to Australia. That's true. They do Are go there to any Brazil. F1 races that end in milk? Uh, they end in champagne. <laughs> that okay. end in milk. Yeah, the European <laughs> milk. It's, milk. <laughs> it's extremely thick Irish butter. It's like, it's like, mm, it's just like throwing it from the stands at the at the winners. God, are there um, any Irish racers? I don't think so. Don't not not in this current crop. Irish. I don't, I don't F1 think so. Drivers. I don't think uh, in the current crop there are. I mean, it's a very We're, like the thing that made been, me. Oh, yeah, oh my god! <laughs> what? What? This is the wildest Wikipedia page I've ever seen in my whole life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it starts out, <laughs> it looks like a normal Wikipedia page, and then like you then realize that there's no data. So like it's just like a stub. There have been in the history of Formula One. 
There have been five drivers from Ireland. Okay. The last wow. one didn't race in F1, uh, or ra- last raced in F1 in 2003. Wow. So there hasn't been an Irish person in F1 in 17 years. Wow. Wow. Right. Well, <laughs> what? that's wild. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Why? Why Ireland specifically? <laughs> I just because uh, Judd said Irish butter, so oh, that immediately made butter. me think uh, like, oh, oh, yeah. is there an Irish dude? Like, is that yeah. like that could be his shtick, you know? His but... name is Irish butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, uh, Johnny McLaren, uh, aka Irish butter. <laughs> like, it's right. <laughs> oh my god, he's so smooth on the track. You know, um, okay, leaves a little gonna... residue though. You know that we're Johnny. Ca- gross. Um, Where can I watch F1 racing? So I would suggest legit uh, that you go to Netflix, you watch Drive to Survive, because it's not only a very, very good kind of primer for the sport, it's also like a very, very well-made documentary. And I think it's interesting, even if you never had seen it. I'll, I'll give like this tiny bit of context. I had never watched F1 in my life. I had no interest in it. I thought it was like a shitty bad thing for bad, shitty rich boys. And, like, that's not entirely wrong. But, um, (laughs) you know, I just had no interest in it whatsoever. And uh, this is last March. I was on a tour. I was at my uh, ambulance base. And, like, in between calls, we were back at my base to, like, resupply and, like, do some training stuff. We just do things in between sometimes. Somebody (laughs) was using the bathroom for a really long time. And I had to pee. And I was just like sitting there. I was just standing there. And we do have a TV in our base. And one of our members was watching this documentary, like watching one of the episodes of it. And he was like enamored and explaining to his girlfriend, who's also a member at the base, like, oh, my God, these guys pull G-forces when they're driving. He was just like so excited and talking about it. And just standing there for like 10 minutes watching pieces of this made me very, it piqued my curiosity. And then I went home like that night or that weekend or whatever it was. I watched the whole thing in like, you know, like I binge watched uh, the documentary and then started listening to the podcast that my colleague does at the time. My colleague Rob Zachney does Shift F1 and just became a fan kind of from that. So sorry, that's a long story. But watch Shift, um, watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. It's excellent whether you care about the stuff or not. And then... If your interest is properly peaked, the F1 YouTube channel actually has really good like race summaries and really good content and cut downs of every race, like five minute highlights of every race, which are perfect. If you're, again, not necessarily super interested in the super nitty gritty mechanics of it, but are interested in the drama of it or, you know, sort of the flow of a race. Those are great as like a starting point. That sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. I want to check that out. Yeah, it's honestly very worth it. I think. Now, do do any cars get cut in half by like a crazy Russian scientist dude? <laughs> they do flip no? sometimes. They do crash they sometimes. Uh, okay. They get a little messed up, and it's not like I don't know. I don't feel again. I know nothing about NASCAR, so I'm sorry. I only have bad preconceived notions. Um, my sense is that when cars crash in F1, people aren't happy about it. They're not like excited about it. They're oh. more, oh my oh. god, I hope that guy's not dead. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's because their little heads are exposed, huh? Yeah, which they do have, uh, I will say this, they have better safety features than in previous generations because there is like a rim, basically, around their head right. now, uh, which does yeah. uh, give a so level of protection. Just, like, rest on their head when they're upside down, yeah. Yeah, so they, they won't like be 
you know, sorry, this is grim, but they won't be like decapitated in a, a very bad accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even gonna say like so their neck won't be like compressed or anything like that. Well, but, you know, <laughs> from like so their head won't get obliterated by uh, <laughs> yeah. the forces of nature. Uh, so it's still a dangerous off. sport. It's still a dangerous sport. <laughs> Somebody okay. did die in the in the 2019 season in F2, I believe. Uh, it was really sad. Mm-hmm. It, they actually show it, and not you know the close up oh. or anything, but they do show that the accident had happened in the second season of uh, Drive to Survive. Again, not oh, it doesn't terrible. go into any kind of detail. You right, don't right, see right. blood or anything, but you see sure, sure, sure. a crash. Right. So Ugh, that respect that is to the that one thing yeah. about um, racing is that almost never you can. It is very rare that the crash that you see that results in a person dying looks so looks unbelievably different that yeah. like a different crash where right. a person doesn't die yeah. that yeah. you're like, oh, that guy 100% is dead. Like there's yeah. like so infrequent. I think we were talking about this like, were we just talking about this in the airport at PAX? <laughs> John, <laughs> right. because you yeah, watched. Because I had watched that dumbass Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, documentary. Yeah, because like that crash looks like every other NASCAR crash you've ever seen in yep. your entire life. Yeah, yeah, that crash um, looks like nothing. Yeah, like even but, all the like, uh, like even all the commentators and stuff were like they were like oh, I hope he's okay, but they were all like ah, it looked fine, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, but it wasn't. It it wasn't at all. Um, yeah, yeah. From far so, away, you just really can't tell a lot of the time. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. All right, I might check out F one. It's. Yeah. It's very fun. There's also a great podcast. Uh, obviously, Chef F1 is really good, but there's also their F1's own Beyond the Grid podcast is actually great. Like, they interview drivers. They interview, you know, people uh, in the management teams and all sorts of good stuff. It's actually, like, super, super well done. So there's a lot of good stuff around it, whether or not you watch, like, the full races or not. Okay. Yeah. Is anyone in F1 a huge racist? I hope not. Okay. Uh, Just didn't know, didn't know what I was like, looking for. I genuinely don't know that. There are a couple of people of color in the current. Uh, again, there's only 20 drivers, so when you're talking about like, oh, all the all the players, it's like a very tiny pool. There's wow. Alex Albin who drives for Red Bull, who is Thai. Uh, he's Thai and British, and obviously Lewis Hamilton is a, is a black dude who is at the very, 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 very top tippity top there so okay you said lewis hamilton's hot i'm gonna look him up <laughs> he's so hot he's so 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 hot he is he's, he's, he's very good looking pretty. dude these guys um, are like model hot like some of them are seriously like they look like models they're so hot ah beautiful he's a beautiful dude yeah yeah I, okay yeah i can, yeah. can confirm i can confirm this yeah okay aesthetically pleasing you know sure. it, the cars look nice the drivers look nice the uh, circuits are beyond gorgeous. Like it's I, it's a I nice looking sport. Because I'm looking at a, a picture of Lewis Hamilton. He's on the beach. He has yep. uh, tattoos. Yep. They're not great tattoos, I have to say, but <laughs> he has a lot of tattoos. Still an athlete, um, after all. He's yeah. uh he's just he's must he's very in he's very in shape. Yeah. Yes. Uh, why? They have to be. Um, they have why? to be. Why? Hard's hard. No, car, car, driving car gets hurt. No, you turn wheel. Yes, can, hey, you turn wheel, wheel hey, go. Right. I drive more than all of y'all combined. Right, 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 right. I Here's am. I am basically a sentient tube of Nickelodeon gak, and I, <laughs> I like I can drive a car. Why? Does how many? Lewis how many? Need to look like this. How many G's do you pull in your Toyota Sienna, John? 
Um, <laughs> between four and five uh, on a good day. I mean, like, I definitely feel the centrifugal force, but I'm just kind of like, ah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So they, they go into, like, their training montages uh, quite yeah. a bit in, in yeah. the documentary. These guys work out like MMA fighters almost, like, I, to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's incredible. I, yeah. I just to be clear, I am doing a bit. I know they have. Oh, to, of like, course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I, I sometimes do laugh at like these. Were, I mean, I guess NASCAR dudes like aren't really necessarily all in shape, but I guess these F1 drivers are driving so fast they need to be in pretty good shape. Yeah. Also, like there are because the cars weigh eight and a half pounds. Yeah. Um. The the human being sitting inside of it is like legitimately like twenty five percent of the weight of the car. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. So aren't yeah. the weight if I'm remembering correctly from previous episodes of yeah. um, Be Good and Rewatch It, a Waypoint uh, production, yeah. uh, aren't aren't there weight minimums? Because people used to be cutting weight so much yes. that it was like killing them, basically, yeah. because they were unbelievably ill because they weighed 35 pounds trying to get into these cars. Oh, my God. Yeah, for real. Uh, they instituted that, I think, for the 2019 season where like they put a minimum in because, yeah, there was especially one dude uh, who was like a bigger dude who was cutting so much weight and, and it's just like you're cutting weight to do a motorsport that's just wild that's absolutely wild cutting weight by the way is when you dehydrate yourself uh to weigh a lot less like very drastically yeah. uh dehydrate yeah. yourself so yeah. not healthy not good probably not good yeah. to possibly be in a situation where you might get in like a bad accident uh with your yeah, body dehydrated. Like need, yeah you need the water <laughs> in your brain to do the driving <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So good Bummer. that they made a minimum. Uh, you know, yeah. I know we only have moments left. Yeah, we. That's uh, true. John, you were about to say, should we wrap up? Yeah, and you're right. We yeah. should. Um, but can we really t quickly talk about the article that you sent this morning? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, of of just cool things that uh, happened in basketball games last decade. Uh huh. Um, I have a long-standing opinion. Uh, and I think I've written this down somewhere that basketball is the only sport where you can kill a person and then like <laughs> get away with it. <laughs> get away with it. Like you can commit a murder. And there's not. I don't actually think that the number one clip, which is Damian Lillard hitting the shot over Paul, which is a legendary shot, an all-time shot in the yeah. NBA. I don't actually think that's the the most offensive one in there. It 100% is the James Harden shot where he breaks oh, the dude on the Clippers' that... ankles so bad. <laughs> oh. he, he, he doesn't even realize that he's done it. And then he realizes, looks dead in the man's eyes, and then is like, I'm going to put the ball in the hole now. And then <laughs> winds up to shoot and then shoots the ball in the hole. I think the the underrated part of that that clip, and so just so just so everyone know, and we'll try to put this on the on the site as well, but like, uh, yeah, so like James Harden for the Houston Rockets, oh, a thousand percent pushes off with his arm, but it doesn't matter, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and his defender falls to the ground like. I mean, what would you say? Like eight feet in front of him? I mean, yes, just like yes. a million oh, yes. miles away. A million miles away. And James Harden is basically standing on the three-point line, <laughs> realizes that the dude is on his ass, like Nikki said, stares him down and has this realization that, like, he's just... He is just like uh, Hadoukened a guy into the next dimension. And but my favorite part of this video, Nikki, is that yes, he winds up to shoot, but also realizes his left foot 
is not behind the line. Uh And he moves his toes so slightly (laughs) to get get a higher value shot that it's like, it's the the rudest thing I've ever seen on camera. There's the stare down and then he just like, like it's just a little like little toe tap back in order to to double kill this guy and it's the other the other amazing part is that this happens at staples so the clippers are down by 21 points when this happens in the first quarter they're at home and the sound that the 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 (laughs) staple center makes when when wesley johnson hits the ground is art and then the other noise when they all realize that james harden is just gonna stand there and look at him for a while is good and then he hits the shot there are three different noises and they're all really really good <laughs> and, and is it danilo gallinari who's over uh on the wing who yes like, who's the only one that is like oh my god no one's gonna get up and defend this guy because uh like the the defender that james harden has killed is just gonna stay dead and uh danilo gallinari is just like running he's like no but it just doesn't matter God. it's just very good so I, good it's just very good it's a very good also clip. also the the dunk that larry nance jr does as number 14 on this list is the dunk is good the better part of this video is that the brooklyn bench had tries their damnedest to not react to the fact that the man's been killed on their team. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. Oh, really, that's the best. Like bench reactions to, to things in NBA games are, I, I, I mean, just um, unbelievable. One of it's the best art. parts of the game. Um, anyway, sorry. No, no, no. Incredible. It's, it's important that folks know about this. Um, they just the way that they all hold each other's knees because they know that they want to jump. <laughs> but they can't because the guy that just got killed is their friend yeah they all are reacting very quietly like that's the coolest shit they've ever seen like very quietly they're like oh my god that's the coolest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life but they can't totally commit basically oh my god incredible incredible um well yeah let's uh let's wrap this thing up thanks for joining us for another week of Sports middle. Well, uh, I miss sports, but not it. not as much like not enough for them to come back the way they're attempting to come back. So yeah, God. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Should I go through the whole spiel? My God. I'm gonna try <laughs> to do it fast. Okay. <laughs> if you want to find me, you can find me John Warren F Floppy Adult on Twitter. If you want to find uh, Nikki, you can find Nikki at Godsua. That's G O D S E W A. Uh, on Twitter. If you want to find Danielle, you can find Danielle at Danielle RI on Twitter. If you want to find Skiffington uh, underscore, wow. you can find him at Skiffington underscore. If you want to find uh, Fanbyte Media uh, on Twitter, you can just find Fanbyte Media. We don't have at Fanbyte, so please don't tweet at Fanbyte because we don't have that. If you want to find us on TikTok or Instagram, we post good things there every single day. Go to at Fanbyte for those two platforms. Uh, if you want to see all of our podcasts in one place, you can go to fanbyte.com slash podcast. If you want to check out individual feeds, you're on Fanfight right now. Uh, and that's a very good uh, podcast feed. It's got Sports Middle. It's got Fan Fight with Danielle and LB, one of our very best shows that we do. Uh, LB wow. has also started a show with Colette Arant, uh, which is also incredible. Um, 
they have a great rapport too. Uh, Colette's got a ridiculously good radio voice. It's just very good. Um, yeah, she does. It's a great, 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 great show. So go check that out. Uh, Fanbyte FM. It's got. Uh, you know what? I I used to say shorter stuff. The only real short stuff there is uh, the news that we do every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you kind of do just variable experimental things like uh, office hours and East Coast office hours. Uh, I had an interview with Matt Sankum, the founder of The Hard Times, this past week uh, on Office Hours, which was very cool. Uh, if you want to check out FanWidth, our flagship podcast, you can go to the FanWidth feed. Uh, very good episode that uh, came out on, uh, oh, gosh, yesterday, yesterday, huh? Yeah. <laughs> There's, I, I don't know what day it is. It's Days, fine. what are they? Um, oh God, I think that's about it. If you want to go to fanby.com, you can check out a bunch of stuff. We do really good guides for stuff. Dylan is in charge of that and it's very good. If you want to check out our streams, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash fanbyte. We've been streaming a lot more there and that's been a blast. Uh, Nikki did try Mixer on his own account last night, which we need to talk about in his next disciplinary meeting. Uh, <laughs> it nuked my internet so hard. <laughs> so you just started and it just like crapped out? Yeah, I started this stream and then literally within five minutes of the stream starting, uh, the game that I was playing because we were playing Halo, it like slowed down to a churn like it was wow. like i was watching the game get made in my xbox <laughs> well it's almost like uh is ninja sabotaging everyone it's yeah like a good ninja's, question. ninja's back hacking me and unbelievable <laughs> um you know what um danielle why don't you yeah why don't you send us out all right ready <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. get your middle in your sports kids Okay, thank you everyone. Bye bye. bye. That's all I had. (laughs) 